Welcome to Adding Fuel to the Hire, a podcast for hiring managers and job seekers across all types of dealerships. With over 20 years collective recruitment experience, Rowan, Tony and Phil draw upon their knowledge to help you navigate through the recruitment and job hunt process. For more information, head to our website, addingfueltothehire.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Adding Fuel to the Hire. Uh, I've got Rowan Co with me here today. How are you, Ro? Good, thanks, Phil. How are you? Very good. Um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about probably one of the most interesting areas uh, within recruitment, senior management. It's uh, the typical where, you know, people think of headhunting. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, look, it is a lot more exciting. Uh, that's for sure. Um, yeah, there's some, uh, there's some great roles out there. Yeah. And uh, finding the, the right person for that role can be a challenge, um, but it's a challenge that if you can get it right, you can find that right person, then uh, it's pretty rewarding, I think. Yeah, and re- I think recruiting for these roles, um, you tend to get a lot of very interesting knowledge from the industry because a lot of the senior managers obviously know quite a lot about what's going on. And, um, you know, when you're talking to them about their role and what they're up to and what the sort of targets are that they've been um, working towards with their company, you tend to find out a lot of sort of insider information that you usually wouldn't otherwise. Oh, yeah, it's definitely uh, a good opportunity to learn. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, even though I've been doing this for 11 years, I'm, I'm still learning every day uh, about these dealerships and how they run. So, you know, getting that extra bit of information uh, and, and learning about how certain dealers run and do certain things, it's, yeah. it's, it is good. It's good for good background knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And look, those senior management roles, they tend to be, um, I mean, usually we talk about market rates here, but it's a bit tough to do that with senior management roles because they're just very specialized and very varied. Yeah. Um, it's probably the one role where you can say we probably can't really even give a ballpark figure because the, the, the range is just too big. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, with senior management roles, I think it's more interesting um, the way they're set up and the way the, um, the salary packages uh, are put together is quite different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, look, they do vary, um, and usually that comes down to location and size. So, uh, and of course, what what's entailed in the role. Um, senior management covers off a, a wide range of positions, from like a, a senior after sales manager right through to a CEO or, or um, managing director or, or something along those lines. So, yeah. there's a wide range there of of different. Um, uh, different salary packages, but usually what these people are looking for is a new challenge. Yeah. So um, what they want to see is a way to be able to prove themselves and be rewarded for uh, achieving that challenge. Yeah. So if that's, uh, you know, increased sales or um, decreased turnover of staff or better systems and procedures in place, then you want to tailor a package around being able to achieve those results. Yeah. So uh, really think about what it is you need this person to do and what motivates them, what's the challenge that they're looking for, and uh, that's how you want to design the package. But yeah, usually it's a base retainer plus incentives based on a, a gross profit uh, of the branch or, or company. Hmm. Um, that's usually how the incentives sort of work. Yeah, um, Most senior roles will come with company vehicle, uh, either one or two, maybe one um, for the partner as well. Yeah. I uh, have seen that. Oh, really? Yeah, I have yeah, seen that right, a couple okay. of times. So, um, yeah, look, it it all just really depends on, you know, what, what does this 
uh, person need to get them yeah. over the line um, to be able to come into this role and perform. Yeah. Do you find often the people who are really su- successful in these roles are people who quite enjoy working on the business? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, they're, they're people who, as I said, are very challenge focused. Mm. So they really want something to fix. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> pretty much what I see yeah. in these roles is, uh, you know, they're looking, they've done what they set out to achieve in their current role. Yeah. Um, there's probably not a new challenge there right now. So that's why they keep their eyes open. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're a different type of candidate to try and find because they're not always just browsing job boards. To no, try and find, they're usually not. Um, yeah, new jobs. So. No, that's right. Yeah, and that leads us nicely into challenges, which is the next thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, what are sort of some of those challenges you found in recruiting these sort of roles? Because I know you've done a few, not just here in Australia, but I know also in, over in New Zealand and I think over in PNG as well. Yeah, look, it's it is a limited market as you know. It's it's there's not as many because there's only a few positions like this in each uh, dealership, depending yeah. on the position, obviously. Uh, so, trying to find somebody that has that skill set can be hard because there might only be fifteen people in Australia who could do the job, or yes, yeah. there might only be five. Uh, so, you know, you've got to uh, really know how to find those people, and usually it's networking uh, and. And knowing people who know people yeah. is how yeah. you're going to find that person. You know, you're, you're probably not going to find them by posting a job ad. Yeah, uh, you might get lucky, <laughs> but usually it's it's through a connection or, or some other method. Maybe you go through a, a specialist recruiter or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but another, um, I guess, another challenge there that um, with finding those people because there's so few of them but also attracting those people to regional areas. And yeah. we've, we've spoken about this before. You know, it's it's hard to bring people from a metro area or, or even another uh, rural area. If yeah. they're ingrained in the community, it's hard to make that move. That's a big step for a family. Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting uh, the information across to sell the role uh, to somebody perhaps who has to relocate, um, being able to attract those people to the uh, to the region it is a challenge. So something that definitely needs to be considered throughout the process. Yeah. And um, look, when you are recruiting these sort of uh, senior managers, what impact do you think that has culturally on the dealership? Oh, look, it, it can have a huge change in either direction. Uh, <laughs> you know, it could be it could be great, could be just what the dealership needs, a new new direction, new leadership, mm. just changing the culture, much more positive. Uh, but uh, somebody coming in might make a lot of changes and, and that yeah. doesn't always go across very well. But it depends what they're employed to do. If they're employed to come in and put in these procedures and systems in place mm. uh, and they to do that they have to ruffle a few feathers and that's that's part of the job. Yeah. And they know that, yeah. these people. Um, the people within the dealership might often not know what they're here to do yeah. or there to do. So. Uh, yeah, it, it can go either way, <laughs> obviously. And yeah. it, ultimately it's the owner or, or the, the senior senior management uh, who decides if that was a good hire and, yeah. you know, if that person <laughs> has done what they wanted them to achieve. Yeah, yeah, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, look, um, the other thing I just wanted to touch on as well with challenges, um, I know we've spoken about this before in other podcasts about previous episodes about um, – oh, We've sort of spoken about different areas, for example, sales, and we've done the same thing for service. Have you found oh, – what have you found is sort of, you know, um, the cross-industry movement like for senior management? Um, yeah, look, it, it doesn't 
happen as much as it does in other positions. Mm. Uh, it really is generally a position where the employer wants somebody to hit the ground running. Yeah. So previous experience and knowledge and have done that job before, or at least something in that realm, Yeah. Uh, is pretty important for these types of positions. So I probably see it less often mm. um, uh, where a dealer will look at an outside hire yeah. uh, from a different industry. Uh, it, it is it is fairly uh, a big step for them to, to trust their business or a senior management position with somebody who hasn't ever worked in a dealership. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, I guess there is um, potentially a lot of opportunity there, more people available from other industries that yeah. might bring in I mean, if they're a related industry, for example, agribusiness or something like that, where they come in with us some different skill sets, yeah, uh, depends on the role really, yeah, uh, and what their core responsibility is. If they're if they're there to improve uh, processes, uh, dealership processes, and working with the manufacturer and things like that, they're probably going to want somebody who's done that before, because just realistically, it's it's going to be pretty difficult for somebody to pick that up in the short to medium term. Yeah, cool. Okay, awesome. Well, look, let's talk about um, opportunities a little bit. Um, what's the number one thing you would look for in a senior ma- senior management candidate? Look, uh, the passion for that challenge. Uh, we talked about yeah. uh, that they're looking for a challenge. Yeah. I, li- I like to see a candidate who has, is really passionate about fixing something or, or yeah. you know, finding a new interest or a new challenge or and who, potentially who's interested in uh, a regional area. Um, so, I find senior management candidates are more likely to relocate for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, you know, for, geographically. Uh, so I think there's an opportunity there to really sell the opportunity as well as the location mm-hmm. uh, for senior management staff because if you can get them interested in the opportunity, you can, they can see it's a challenge mm. uh, and they've researched the location and, or you've given them information about what's available in the mm. local area and, and what there is to do on the weekends and things like that. Yeah. Then those two things together are really going to combine to um, be a big draw card for those candidates, and it's going to pique their interest, and, yeah. and they're more likely to apply for the position. Yeah, because you're going to get to a level, I think, where opportunities are just far and few between. You know, um, once you get to those really, really high level roles. Yeah. Um, I, I found that as well. A lot of time, a lot of the time, the higher you get, the more likely, or the more open you are to relocating, because you know. Look, I'm probably not going to find something where exactly. I am at the moment. There might only be one other position in town. That's it. <laughs> and that's somebody's been in the role for 20 years, you know. Yeah. So if you want a new job, you've got to move. That's right. So there's that as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, it's, um, it is it is tough to find those people. So as I said, you know, um, it's more likely that that candidate's going to be a passive candidate yeah. that you'll look at for a senior management role. And by passive, I mean they're not browsing job boards. Yeah. Uh, they're not actively reaching out looking for new jobs. These are people that, um, you know, are sitting back, they're employed, they're happy, uh, they're doing a good job. If a great opportunity came along uh, that, that interests them, yeah. that they would look at it and maybe look at, to put an application through. So those are the people that you really want to attract. Yeah. Uh, and by doing that, uh, to do that, you would need to uh, reach out through your network and try and find connections through that. Or you could use a recruiter who would do the same thing by reaching out to yeah. their network. Yeah, yeah. Do you find um, sort of platforms like like LinkedIn, for example, are quite useful for sort of those senior management roles? Or yeah, definitely. I think there's um, you know there's certain certain positions that um, you know use LinkedIn a lot more, and yeah. I think management is one that uses LinkedIn a bit mm. more. They're trying to get their achievements across, um, promote themselves. Yeah, they're probably more career focused on getting those higher positions. So. 
does sort of lend itself towards those more senior management positions. So, yeah, yeah that, look, that, that's certainly another place you could look. Um, people can indicate whether they're open to new opportunities on that system as well. So uh, that could be another way of finding them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And so um, when it comes to the job marketing, um, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know um, senior management roles can attract um, quite a lot of attention yes. for the sake of them obviously being senior management roles. They're obviously – you know, yeah. They're generally well paid. Um, you know, they're up there in terms of the career ladder, so they can attract quite a lot of attention. How do you attract the right type of attention? Yeah, so you want to be clear in the advertisement. So you want to make sure that you're getting across the tasks and the responsibilities and, mm. and what you're looking to achieve with this position. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, you're right. A lot of people apply for these senior management roles because the money. Yeah. Um, they look, they're highly paid and yeah. they think, oh, well, I'll give it a shot. So, yeah, those people are still going to apply no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, but to get the right people to apply, uh, you want to make sure that you are clear and concise and that you also sell the opportunity and also the location. Yeah. Uh, because especially if you're a regional area, you really got to pay attention to that location and, and what's available there and, you know, schooling and all that sort of stuff if that's something that's important to those candidates. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, say you found that perfect candidate, you know, they're, they're the one and um, they're going to have to relocate to, you know, you're in a regional town somewhere. Um, there's always that worry that, you know, they'll get here and they'll start and they'll go, oh, no, nah, this wasn't quite what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, do you have any tips um, for dealers who are looking to do that, who want to get, who just want to make sure that new candidates invested in the company and um, they're, they're, they're sort of going to stick around for as long as possible? Yeah, definitely being open and honest and keeping that communication going. Uh, a lot of candidates I'm seeing lately will make the move themselves uh, for a, for an initial period, maybe three months or six months yeah. uh, before they relocate their family just to make sure that they're happy in the role mm. and, and the employer is happy with them as well. Uh, so really uh, having a bit of a trial period, I guess, um, to make sure that it is a location that they're happy with. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, people are people. Uh, it's hard to know, you know, what's going to happen in, in a few months' time. Uh, so, yeah, just making sure that you educate them as best you can. If you're interviewing them, uh, definitely get them in for, um, you know, face-to-face. -face. Bring them to the, your town. Yeah. Put them up for a couple of nights, maybe even a weekend. Yeah. So that they can see what there is to do in the town. Yeah. But – also get the partner involved. Don't just make it about mm. the person. In fact, in one of the interviews, I'd probably suggest getting their partner in on the interview yeah. so that they can be interviewed about, you know, what what are you looking for, you know, while your partner's working, you know, what do you work, What what's your career? Yeah. Oh, well, there's, you know, there's three hospitals here. They're, they're always looking for nurses or, or whatever, you That's know, right. doctors or whatever it looks like. So That's right. Having an understanding of what the complete picture is, uh, and showing that you're invested in that candidate and their family unit yeah. uh, definitely goes a long way to the candidate of making them feel like, oh, yeah, I think this is going to be a safe move because yeah. we're both employed. Yeah. Uh, but also being flexible that if the employer – or sorry, the employee wants to just do a bit of a trial period and make sure that the location is going to be fine. Correct. And then you're open to that as well. Correct. Don't take that, you know, as an employer, don't take that as a bad thing. Um, I've heard a lot of the time – you know, clients complaining, not complaining, but sort of saying, I'm not sure because he's, you know, he said he'll just move by himself for the first three months and then he'll relocate his family. You know, I'm just, I'm just not sure if he's committed. Yeah. Um, I think it's important not to take that as a negative, but rather maybe even as a positive. Yeah. Know, they're, they're being careful. Yeah, um, that's right. They're not just willy-nilly going, all right, yep, no worries. Let's move the whole family. 
Yeah. Um, they want to make sure it's the right move for them and the right move for the family and the right move for, for the company as well, in a sense, you know. Yes. That, um, you know, this candidate's going to be the right person to, to you know, be with them for the next couple of months or years. Yeah, exactly. And if they if they say that and they say they're not looking to, you know, or if you think that a candidate because they're not willing to commit straight away to move their full family, yeah, don't rule that out as a, as a negative because, yeah, as you said, it, it it shows that they care, that they want to make sure it's the right decision for their family. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, look, the last thing I just wanted to touch on is um, tell me a little bit about equity arrangements because um, I think this comes up a little bit with senior management roles, more so than anything else really. Yeah, it can be a good way of attracting top talent is by offering some sort of equity arrangement. Yeah. And that may be uh, after a qualifying period. It might, it will almost definitely wouldn't be a straight up, you know, we'll give you 10% of the business yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> um, but an opportunity for equity is always something that really piques a lot of people's interest because mm-hmm. some senior candidates, they're in a management position, they don't have equity where they are. Yeah. They, they dream that maybe one day they'll be able to get into a, uh, owning a dealership or, or some sort of business like that yeah. and giving the, them the opportunity to either uh, put aside some of their bonuses to buy shares or, or whether after six months you give them 2% or, or something along those lines yeah. in lieu of bonus. There's a lot, it's very complicated on how it's done, uh, but it is something that is very um, attractive to those senior candidates because it is something that uh, a lot of them aspire to. Yeah, okay, awesome. Well, look, I think um, – This is probably a good point to wrap it up for this week. Um, If you do have any more questions um, about senior management roles um, or you just want to sort of, you know, get an idea of, you know, where's the market, what would I sort of need to pay for this and this sort of role, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Um, Our details are in the show notes as always. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Adding Fuel to the Hire. If you have any questions or you'd like to hear us talk about a particular topic, why not send us an email at podcast at addingfueltothehire.com. If you like what we do and would like to support our podcast, please leave a review on your podcasting app of choice. For further information, please visit our website, addingfueltothehire.com.